Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle podcast. And today I'm going to talk to you about something you probably didn't expect on the Saturday Morning Hustle. And that is taking a break when you need it. So we're, this is the beginning of a three-day weekend. It's Labor Day weekend. Labor Day is on Monday. came a little late this year because of the way Monday, the first Monday of the month. But there it is, of course, the celebration of work, Labor Day. The people who go to work deserve a day off, right? That makes a lot of sense, and we're glad that everyone is getting, uh, or as many people as possible that are. Not everyone, remember, not everyone gets Labor Day off. There's plenty of people that are going to work making sure that uh, you get all the conveniences in life, food, entertainment. Also, the people who are working front lines in the hospitals, our first responders, our safety experts, all those people that are work 365, they're at work today, today, tomorrow, Labor Day, that's for sure. But you, you're a hustler, you're a grinder, you're an entrepreneur, you're listening to this podcast because we talk about coming in on Saturday outworking the competition, first one in, last one out, all the things, all the ideas behind the Saturday Morning Hustle podcast about how we set ourselves apart from a competition. We get ourselves ahead because the two things we can control is our effort and our attitude. But unexpectedly today, I'm going to tell you it is okay. It is a good idea. It is recommended to occasionally, strategically, and occasionally the world and the universe just forces it upon you, but you need to sometimes take a break. You can't work 24-7. You can't burn yourself out. You can't be inefficient and ineffective because you are working too much. Uh, so uh, the basic concept of anything, you can do too much of it where the extra is actually not benefiting you. Uh, bodybuilders in the gym – Athletes uh, training for a competition, marathon runners, they all, the marathon runners taper down their training right before running a marathon in order to give their body time to rest. It's the same thing for us hustlers and grinders. You have to be able to give yourself breaks strategically at times, give yourself space, let your head clear, sleep in, take some time off, just sit and drink coffee, whatever it is that engages your brain uh, away from work in order to let you clear it, let you reset yourself, refocus yourself. And then when you come back to the office, whether it's the next day or the, or the next uh, after the holiday or the next business day, whatever it is, being energized, being ready, being full force. So something happened to me this week. I had to take a little bit of time off to deal with some very minor medical issues uh, that I'm dealing with in my life, but then came back to the office after taking literally a half day away, uh, and the procedure in and of itself wasn't necessarily pleasant, but I didn't allow it to freak me out. I knew there was a long weekend coming up. I knew I was going to get ahead on things. I knew it was coming in on Saturday, so I didn't let the idea of losing a half day of work uh, really panic me, but instead kind of embraced it, took a slow morning, did all kinds of things that you would probably normally kind of call a half day off, then went and did the, the, the medical thing and came back to the office. But I found myself coming back in. I was on a deadline. I had a project. I was meeting. I'm going to be meeting with a client. I'm going to be doing a presentation. This There's things that have to get done before other things can happen. Came back into the office, put some music on, 
turned off the phone, turned off social media, and just focused on what I was doing. I was it was the part of my job I really love. It was the aspect of my job that I really appreciate. And so I spent several hours just in a groove, really feeling good about what I was doing, what I was accomplishing, uh, the things that I was getting done, the decisions I was making, the, the pieces that I was putting together felt really good. It looked good. I uh, was reading, uh, I went back and read some of the data and some of the statistics that I was breaking down for this client. I had make, made some notes before, previously, came back to it with fresh perspective, confirmed that the notes I had written down before were on, on point, added new and additional information that I didn't catch the first time. This is the key. This is why it's creating efficiency and ultimately created a better report that's going to be a better presentation that's going to make the client very happy with the work because I gave myself some space. And I typically work that, that way a little bit. And I know everyone has a different workflow. Um, and sometimes you have control over it, sometimes you don't. Uh, for, but those of us who have control over our workflow, I definitely don't necessarily sit down and start something really massive like a business plan or marketing plan, um, even uh, an advertising campaign, start to finish, you know, sit down one hour, two hours, three hours, um, and have it finished before I get up and walk away. I like to work in chunks. I like to, to put a rough draft together, a second draft, refinement into, a, into the third draft, uh, bring in some outside pieces, maybe share it with some people, get some outside perspective, et cetera, and work through the process. That's just how I work. Some some people like to, to knock things out start to finish. Um, some people like to segment off. Some people like to block their days where um, this half of the day or this hour or this two hours, I only work on these things or I, I ignore emails, social media, et cetera. Some people block how they respond to phone calls, social media, et cetera. So there's a system out there. There's something for you that will allow you to have a workflow that's the most efficient and effective. It's easy to say just work extra, work hard. And working hard without working smart, and you've heard me say this before on the podcast and the social media post, is is just effort. And it's just it's just work. Work for the sake of work. Being busy for the sake of being busy is not necessarily most effective, efficient, and not necessarily the most profitable at the end of the day. But work smart before you work hard. Plan organize all the things I was just saying about how you create the best workflow for you and ultimately for your boss or for your clients or for your business situation as well. Obviously, there's all kinds of factors that go into it. But finding systems, finding a formula that works for you, and then work as hard as you can until working that hard isn't effective. This is working smart. That's when you take a step back. That's when you take a break. Sometimes it's a long lunch. Sometimes it's taking a half day off. Sometimes it's taking a three-day weekend. Sometimes it's sleeping till noon on Saturday. These things happen, but if it's done in a way that you feel like you'll be more productive on the other side of it as opposed to a lazy sort of I just don't want to, so I'm not going to approach, then you're working smart and will allow you to work harder. If you are finding ways to just not work, to just not put in the effort to hope that success comes to you, that hope that things get done on time, to hope that the world around you will happen the way you want it to magically without you sort of forcing it through your effort and attitude. Well, let me tell you, 
Hope is not a strategy. Hope will not get you anywhere. Now, it will keep you moving forward and motivated if you use hope and hopefulness and positive outlook on how something can be good, can be great, has the potential to work out really well if you put the effort in, if you do your part, if you fulfill your role, and if other things work out. At the end of the day, there's still a lot of factors in all of the the real world that uh, we just don't have control over, and there's just nothing we can do about it, and it is what it is. But you can control your attitude and your effort if you are approaching everything in that way, if you understand that you have burnt yourself out, that you've pushed too hard, that you need to take a step back, if you have a bad attitude, if things are, you feel more negative than positive about the situation, if you feel trapped in the situation, if you feel pushed into a corner, all of those feelings, those negative aspects will not allow you to have those great ideas, to really invest yourself in the process, to do your best work. And so no matter how hard you work in that situation, you're not working smart. So working smart is being organized, being prepared, doing things in the right order. Really important to do things in the right order. You can't jump right into a business plan if you haven't done your research, if you haven't collected all of the information that you're going to use to put together to to do the analysis part. If there are pieces missing, you can't do the whole thing. The big picture will suffer if the small details aren't there and in line. You can do one of two things. You have to stop and go back and find it and put it together which is what you should do, or you can skip over it, make assumptions, and do a half-assed job, which is, of course, what you should not do. That's how you end up with work that's subpar. You do enough subpar work, people find you to be a subpar worker, and you either don't get that promotion or raise at at work, or your clients that you have as the entrepreneur, the business owners, don't come back to you. They definitely don't refer you to others and propagate that business cycle as well. So being smart, being efficient, being effective, being organized is the the definition of working smart. If you do that first, if you start in that place and then you work hard, if everything's in place and simply it is the effort of taking what you have, organizing it, putting it into what is the expected outcome, no matter how many steps it is, no matter how many versions it is, no matter how, how much input you have to take in from the client, from coworkers, from collaborators, from peers, etc. No matter you, matter you have to go back and check your data, check your math, check your sources, all of that stuff. All of that stuff. That's the process. That's the grind. That's the hustle. That's the work. Work effort right there. If you're organized, if you're focused, if you can stay positive, understanding that putting that effort in, working hard is going to be highly beneficial. You're going to be successful. You're going to make your boss happy. You're going to make that client happy. You're ultimately going to make yourself happy because you created success for yourself doing it the right way. Now you're working smart and you're working hard and you're being highly productive. At the end of the day, that is how you create success. That's how you create profitability. That's how you create positive outcomes that you then roll that positive outcome into the next project you do, the next client, the next week at work, whatever it is, you get to start over again. It's a never ending process. Business never finishes. It never ends. And once you create success, you have to duplicate it. You have to do it over and over again. You have to make it sustainable. All of this happens if you pay attention to your mental state, to your physical state, to how you're actually being productive in the time and space that you allow yourself to be productive, even if you're putting in the extra hours, you're coming in on weekends, you're early in, 
laid out, whatever it is, if you're doing these things, but it's not effective in the time you're spent, it's not smart. So by taking an occasional break, taking a breather, some people it's five minutes. For me, often it's walk down the hall and get a cup of coffee, kind of check in on a couple of people in the building, say hello, have a chat about sports or the weather or any entertainment, anything else that gets you away from what you're doing for two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes. You can come back, buckle down and make it happen. For some people, they need to take an hour. They need to take a long lunch break. They need to take a half day. They need to take a full day. Some people need a week away from the office. And occasionally, if you've got a giant project, if you're really trying to land a client, if you're trying to complete, compete an RFP, if you have a huge pitch uh, and you put in massive amounts of grind and hustle, for long periods of time, you cannot, you can burn yourself out to a point of one day off won't do it or two days off won't do it. But taking a week off, total refresh. It depends on who you are, how your brain works, how your body works. It also depends on how old you are. The older you are, the harder it gets. You know, you, people over 40, 50, you know what I'm saying about that. But there are plenty of 80-year-olds that are working circles around 20-year-olds because they have the right attitude, because they pay attention to what's working. And when it stops working, it slows down. They make the adjustments. They make the changes. They do what's necessary. It's the same way if when your computer gets old or outdated, you update it, you have it fixed, you put new memory cards in it, you put new new RAM in it. You do all kinds of things. You're same thing with your vehicle. You make sure your oil is changed, your tires are changed and rotated. You do all kinds of things in all of our regular processes to keep the machines running as effective and efficient as possible. In a business, you make sure you have all the people in the right places. You have all the assets, all the tools, all your employees need to do their job. You need to do the same thing for yourself as the business owner, the entrepreneur. Put yourself in the best position by having all your tools in place, having all your assets, and organize in the most effective and efficient way. I love people who are willing to put in the work, to put in the effort, to come in on weekends, to show leadership by stepping up and saying, I will do it. I'll be that person who does it before I ask someone else to do it. Uh, and never get, having an excuse for why something didn't work. And you're going to, I've told you this many times in the podcast, you're going to hear more no's and yeses. You're going to have less success than more success. It's just the nature of the world. It's just the, the math behind it. Being able to manage that, push through, create more opportunities for yourself so that you have the potential for those more yeses to happen because you've increased the playing field, if you will. Your, your potential is higher. It means your yeses are higher. But your no's are going to be higher too, but the yeses are the most important part. I love people who will put that work in, take that responsibility on themselves, be that guy, that girl, that person who says, I'll do it and I will not give any excuses and I'll take, I'll be happy with my wins and I will take my losses. That's exactly who you need to be if you want to be something big, huge, and successful in this world if you really want to make an impact. But you also have to understand there's balance. There's balance to absolutely everything. We talk about balance all the time on this podcast. This isn't a great example. So a three-day weekend is upon us. This is a great time to balance things. So it's Saturday morning. I'm in the office. You're probably in the office. You're listening to the podcast. Whatever it is you're doing, I hope you take five or ten minutes to yourself, drink a cup of coffee, relax, listen to podcasts. That Maybe that's what helps you clear your head or gets you prepared or motivated for the day, the week, the weekend, the long weekend, the holiday, whatever it is. Take some time. Realize Labor Day is for you the hustlers and grinders, the people working out in the world. This is your holiday. Enjoy it. Use it as an opportunity to 
recharge your batteries, to put perspective on things, to organize, make to-do lists, set goals, create objectives. From there come the tactics. Then you get execution. You get measurement. It's the same way that you would write a business plan. It's the same way you run a business, run your career that way, run your self-organization the same way you would do for a business and the, pro- the potential for success, for creating profit, whether it's money, time, or a success, it all comes if you put the effort and work in working in smart ways. Work smart, work hard, take a break when you need to, push through when you must, earn those breaks, feel good about the breaks too, because you've put the effort in every other time. Uh, the one or two times a year that I sleep in on the weekend or I don't get any work done and occasionally one or two days a year that I just don't go to work. I'm sick. I really don't feel physically capable. I try not to do that very much because if I don't work, I don't eat. I'm not, that's the situation I'm in. But those things happen when you know that you've put max effort in around it and that you're going to be able to recover quickly from taking that time away because you're, you're organized, because you have put so much effort in the past, you have earned that, that right to take some of that time off. You've earned the right for that five-minute trip down to the coffee machine. Whatever it is, if you earn it, you can feel good about it. You won't feel bad about it. It won't stress you out even more. There's nothing worse than taking time off and being stressed about it. Uh, but take the time away. Enjoy the long weekend, understand the Labor Day weekend, understand that you're, you're putting the labor in so you deserve this, and keep your attitude positive, keep your workflow as productive as possible, and balance management of the whole situation. I hope that was helpful to you. Went around 18 minutes today. I'm going to try to do another 18, 20, 30 minutes for you again next weekend and the weekend after that and the weekend after that. Because if it's Saturday, I'm in the office, and you know what that means, the Saturday Morning Hustle. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Please make sure you are a subscriber to the podcast, uh, audio and video. Leave a review. Leave a rating. Give a thumbs up. Leave a heart. However it is on the platform that you are listening to this right now, I would appreciate it. It will help other people. Find the podcast as well, especially ratings. I have not really been good at asking you guys for ratings. Please leave a rating on the podcast. If you are listening on the Anchor app, you can call in. If you're an Anchor user, you know what that means. Leave a comment below. I appreciate your feedback. I hope you have a great weekend. I'm going to stop rambling now and tell you. I'll see you next week on the Saturday Morning Hustle.